everybody. Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast. Now, coming up, we're going to take a look ahead to this weekend's kickoff against Real Sociedad, and we'll round up who and what is making the Madrid news across the medias today. Now, remember, all of the previous episodes of the podcast are available via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or they're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, but all of the major streaming providers. So who what is making news today? Well, the long-running saga involving Gareth Bale is over. He's in London and will be presented at Tottenham later on today, along with Oregilon, who has signed for Tottenham for a fee of around 30 million euro. Now, there is one story doing the rounds about a potential player moving to Madrid, and that is the Chelsea-owned French midfielder Timu Bakayoko. He spent last season with Monaco, the club that Chelsea bought him from. The year prior to that, he was at Milan in Serie A. There was interest from Inter. Uh, reports in Italy and Spain are suggesting a fee of around €30 million Euro has been agreed with Chelsea and that a deal could be concluded as soon as next Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Maurizio Pochettino is making plenty of headlines as well. He's been interviewed over the last 24 hours. During the course of the interview, he revealed that he did not get contacted by anybody from Barcelona about the recent vacancy there. He did go on to say it will be a dream to coach Madrid in the future. He is still based in London. He went on to say, I've got a son who plays for Spurs under-23 team. He was asked as well whether he'd spoken with Jose Mourinho. Yes, he said, I had. He is a very, very good guy, especially for me. On Madrid, he added, I don't know if the day will come when I do coach Madrid, but of course, it is my dream. Now, back to the comings and goings with Bell and Reguilon now gone. It might not be the end of the sales. Roma still keen to add Nacho Fernandez. And of course, there is still Milan interest in Luka Jovic. But his situation this season, though, it does seem already to have been settled upon with Zidane. Keen to see after that difficult first season if he can raise his game to the level that he was showing in Bundesliga. It is a defining season for the Serbian, as failure will almost certainly lead to his exit next summer. As for Nacho, he is happy at Madrid. But he did only play six times last season. He may feel at 30 years of age that uh, the time might be now for one final significant move, and this could well be it. Now, one who could be making a surprise return to the first team this season is Mayoral, the 23-year-old Ford, who's been at Levante for the past two seasons on loan, where he scored 11 goals in his 63 appearances. He last appeared for Madrid back in 2017-18 when he scored three goals in his 14 appearances that year. His career then looked to be very much on an upward trajectory and he was very much involved on the international scene with the under-21s where he had that incredible scoring record of 16 goals in 31 appearances. Anyway, Zidane, it said, is happy for him to stay this season as it at least offers more variation up front. Remember, he can play as a wide player on the left or right as well. He is in the final year of his contract, so it's a big year for him. 
Uh, Jorge Mendes is looking to keep himself involved at Real Madrid. Remember his last client, James Rodriguez, left to go to Everton very recently. He's been pushing the services of Ruben Diaz, a 23-year-old Benfica central defender and Portuguese international. He's made 89 appearances for the club. He scored eight goals in that time, although bizarrely, three of his last six have been own goals. Manchester City have also been in contact. There is a release clause for the player, which is at 100 million euros. City had a 60 million offer turned down. Now, there's also been lots of comment across the media about the good summer of business that Real Madrid have had at a time of general financial uncertainty all over. The exits of Bale, Regulon, James, Ceballos, Oscar, to name just a few... Uh, have overall delivered salary savings of 62 million euro, which in this climate is very good business indeed, especially as the club build toward a summer of significant investment potentially next year. And if you look at what they've actually banked from sales, this is not on uh, salary savings. Uh, they've touched now 95 million with the 30 million, which is about to be received for Sergio Reguilon. Uh, some of the media have commented about fans not being happy about all of these player exits and nobody arriving, but it really is impossible to underplay the importance of good housekeeping and fiscal prudence, especially with the stadium redevelopments as well, to take into account all of this activity will leave Real Madrid with a much more healthy-looking balance sheet at the end of this financial year. Right then, time to move on. Let's take a look at this weekend's opponents, Real Sociedad. opened the season with a tough trip, don't they, to Real Sociedad, who ended the season down in sixth place in La Liga. They didn't emerge from the lockdown too well, though. They lost four of the first five games back, and they only won twice in the final 11 games of the season, which included, of course, the 2-1 defeat to Real Madrid. Ramos and Benzema with the goals on that day. Very close game, though, you might recall. Possession marginally in Sociedad's favour. Both created 10 chances as well on the day. But back in February, they did shock Real Madrid in the quarterfinals of the Copa del Rey, winning by four goals to three in a game that was memorable due to the fact that all seven goals came in the second half. And they also had time right at the end of the game to end with 10 men. Andoni Gorothabal was sent off right on full-time with the second yellow card. Now, the other league game last season, again, good start by Sociedad. Jose with the opening goal on two minutes. Madrid, though, hit back with three goals from Benzema, Valverde and Luka Modric. What about their home form overall in the last 12 months? Well, they kept seven clean sheets here in 22 games. They scored in every game bar two against Celta Vigo and Sevilla. Uh, those were both in the final month of the season as well. Six teams won here over the course of the season as well. As for Real Madrid's away form, they lost just four. Levante, Betis and Mallorca in La Liga with PSG in Champions League. 
Overall, then, this is the 153rd meeting between Real Madrid and Sociedad. Madrid have got 85 wins to 30 for Sociedad. They, though, have actually won three of the last five meetings. If you include that cup game in January 2019, they also won here two goals to nil. Jose Ampado with the goals on that day. Solari was the man in charge. The only other win for Sociedad in Madrid this millennium was another big one. Back in May of 2004, they won 4-1. They were three up on the half hour that day. Who to look out for then? Uh, 23-year-old Spanish international Mikel had another good season last year. He contributed 11 assists, the only one into double figures ahead of the Belgia. Uh, he also weighed in with 10 goals as well, which was just one behind the top scorer, William Jose, who uh, had a short period, remember, at Madrid back in 2013-14. It was his first ever club in Europe, arriving on the back of a loan at Santos. He started with the Castilla team. He made an incredible impression. He was sent off twice in his opening seven games, as well as scoring a hat-trick in his debut was in the Copa del Rey final when Real Madrid beat Barcelona 2-1. He only ever played one game after that against Celta Vigo before leaving for Zaragoza. His next goal will be his 50th, but he won't be getting it tomorrow because he tested positive for coronavirus, which leaves 20-year-old Swedish forward Alex Isak. He settled in rather well in his first season. His next goal will be his 10th goal since he arrived from Villantre, where he was on loan. He will pose a significant threat if indeed he does play Porto. He's another one worth keeping an eye on as well. He played the full 90 in that 1-1 draw against Valladolid, a game which uh, they thought that they should have won. And so what is the mood like inside the Camp Thibaut Courtois, who, remember, wears the number one jersey for the first time in his club career, has been talking about the mood ahead of the kickoff. He said it's always a difficult game, this. This is a really strong and well-organised team. We, though, are very eager to get going. Preseason has been short, but it's been very intense. Personally, he said, I feel great. And the squad is in really good condition. We want to win everything that we're playing for this season. That is always the aim with Madrid. Nothing ever changes in this respect. And look out too on Sunday for a debut. It is the debut of their third kit. They'll be playing in black shirts with pink and grey detail. Nice looking shirt it is actually, by the way. And that is just about it then for today's roundup. I'll be back early next week to review what's happened over the weekend. In the meantime, do enjoy the match on Sunday. Thanks for your company. Until next time, from me, Tim Cable, bye-bye for now.